everybody. This is Nancy Miller with My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today my special guest is Robin Johnson, who is an artist and she has been a dear friend of mine and has some wonderful information to share about searching for a full-time career in um, the art fields. So Robin, how are you doing today? Hi, Nancy. It's a pleasure being um, back here. It's always a pleasure talking to you. And thanks for having me. Oh, no, I appreciate you sharing your expertise. And I have to say, like, when you shared this information with me and did that workshop for free, that you, like, blew my mind with the information and the research you've done about searching for full-time positions as a creative or marketing um, in-house. So I really appreciate you sharing that information. Oh, no problem. Anytime I can help with something, I'm, I'm willing and open to give advice. Well, you definitely do your research. You were so thorough. And so I wanted you to kind of like, like guide the audience about like you've been looking for positions that have been art. Um, marketing um, in-house and I wanted to get some pointers uh, for the audience about like that job search online and what you should put on your cover letter what you have in your resume to help you stand out okay so um, what I started off by doing is I became I would I would say somewhat clear about my objective and what I was going for um, in in case in the case of um, like marketing positions, it took me a while to kind of figure out what specific marketing position I was going for. Because you know you have a marketing assistant, you have a social media marketing person, you have a digital coordinator, and all of those are similar but they're different. Mm-hmm. So I had to write down okay my objective. I want to find a Um, marketing specialist job uh, where I could use Adobe Creative Suite, um, where I have two or three years of marketing experience. And so as I was Googling um, these titles, I started to see the differences in those. And so with my resume, what I would do is I would say I found a job just say, for example, a marketing specialist, I would look at the job description thoroughly. You have to read it thoroughly, look at the qualifications, make sure you have those basic qualifications um, and kind of create an objective at the top of your resume that includes at least two to three of those basic qualifications um, in the job description. Um, The next thing I would do is to make sure that your title on the job, on on your resume matches what's on the job description. And I'm telling you all of this because this is what's going to get you through the ATS system. It's a system that reads your resume and it, it either bumps you out or it keeps you or it moves you up in the pile of candidates for interviewing. Um, I've had a lot of um, trouble in the past getting past these systems because I did not have that objective at the top. Um, Also, your bullet points, they matter, but not as much as the objective and your job title at the top. So um, 
that's just to start. Okay. Um, that's basically what I started off by doing. That's awesome because like I thought that was very helpful because I had thought objectives were kind of old school. So I had heard like, you know, don't put the objectives on there. That's very old fashioned. But once you told me to do that and then I submitted something, I was like, I got a call back like the next day. So your technique works uh-huh. very well. And so you had also mentioned in the workshop, like some sites that you use to help like format and like kind of maybe for somebody who, if you want to dress up your resume or cover letter, um, mm-hmm. would you mind sharing that as well? Um, there are a couple of sites, but one that comes to mind, I use Canva. Um, mm-hmm. You can actually go in Canva and um, type format that you want like a simple resume format type that in all all of these formats will populate and you can actually just plug in your information this is going to make your resume look pretty now I do have another website and I'm sorry I don't have it at the top of my head oh it's okay Um, but there are websites you can google around words like you know uh, help with resume not just formatting, but help with resume wording. Um, And those websites will actually come up. I'm sorry, I can look it up on my computer. Oh, Um, it's okay. Oh, Zeti. It's the other website. It's Zeti, Z-E-T-Y dot com. And they will actually, you could put in the type of job that you want, say illustrator, marketing um, specialist fine artists and they will find similar resumes to what you're going for and they will help you um, populate verbiage based off of those specific jobs they'll also ask you to upload either your resume or the job description and they'll kind of merge the two they'll say okay so you're going for this marketing specialist job Mm -hmm. here's the description or the objective that we have for that See if this aligns with what you're going for and you can tweak it. I would suggest tweaking it. Don't leave it as is, as what they, you know, they populate. But yeah, that's another technique that you could use to um, get your resume together and get it read by these ATS systems. Oh, nice. So when you use that system, can you just download it? Because I think it was it was possible to download it in different formats, file formats for Mm -hmm. submission. When you use Canva, you can download as a JPEG, a PNG, or a PDF. You want to download it as a PDF. And if the employer says, hey, we need it as a Word document, you can mm-hmm. um, convert it, your P- convert your PDF to a Word document. Mm-hmm. Just make sure like the formatting is right once you open that Word document. You always have to double check. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Thank you, Robin. So basically, the PDF is better over the JPEG um, mm-hmm. since it's um, readable text, I'm guessing. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. You want to make sure that your resume is readable. And when I say ATS system, it's a, a the automate, automated tracking software that a lot of these companies, even Indeed, they use to kind of weed your resume out um, and push you to the top of the pile or either, you know, knock you, knock you out of the candidate run. 
Yeah. And I thought it was amazing once you told me that you had made these simple changes to your uh, resume and cover letter. How many interviews did you get? Because I was pretty floored. I was like, whoa, like just doing the tweaks and doing this new method of applying. So when I first started my job search, it's it's since at the beginning of this year, uh-huh. um, the first couple of months, I was not getting any, any interviews, but I said, what's wrong? So I would, I would Google around um, for advice, like, what can I do to change my resume? And a lot of these articles, they'll say, um, well, make sure your resume matches what's in the job description. And I was like, what does that mean? So I actually started taking these basic qualifications that the job has or what they need and copying that and pasting it into my objective. Now it has to make sense. (laughs) It has to make sense. Like if it says, um, they need you to know, um, Adobe creative suite and you just put Adobe creative suite and don't follow it up. Okay. What, what programs in Adobe creative suite? Sometimes they'll say, okay, we need, you know, Photoshop, InDesign, and uh, what's the other? Premiere Pro, Just let's mm-hmm. just say. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't put those specific words in uh-huh. your objective. It's probably not going to pick it up. Really? So, yeah, you have to be very specific in your objective, if that makes sense. Mm, it so. does. No, mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. Uh-huh. And then, um, and then, um, can you remind me like the number of interviews that you got? From oh, I'm sorry. The number, no, okay. of <laughs> the number of interviews I have gotten are, it's, it's over 10. So mm-hmm. I would say over 10 and that's, that's pretty decent compared to not getting any at all. Cause I, I'm on Reddit a lot on mm-hmm. the, um, employment board and, there are a lot of people that are like, I'm not getting, I've been searching for months, like over a year and I'm not getting any interviews. And it's because it's the resume. Mm, uh-huh. Wow. It's the resume. Definitely. Well, this is all very helpful. And I appreciate <laughs> that you were willing to share it because once I did do that, I was like, oh, let me try it. And it works. It really yeah. did, does with the companies that do these the eight, uh, the automatic, you know, systems that are reading and weeding through these uh, resumes, you know, it, it really helps. Mm-hmm. So now that you've had um, success with getting the interviews, could mm-hmm. you share um, some of the tips and maybe some of the questions or things you do to prepare for the interviews? Okay, so to prepare for the interviews, uh, they always tell you in any, you know, uh, prep courses that you should research the company. Mm -hmm. So I definitely try to research the key people that I will be interviewing with. Sometimes it may be one person. Um, In the past, it's been one person, but recently there's been like panel interviews. Um, So that's up to, for me, it's been up to five people that I've interviewed with at one time. Most of the times they'll do a preliminary interview, which is a phone call. Um, And then if they like you and want to move you forward, it'll be a second interview. Um, So they always ask, introduce yourself. 
So you want to make sure that Mm -hmm. when you introduce yourself, it ties back into what the job role is. Um, Some of the common questions that they may ask, okay, tell me about yourself. That is kind of introducing yourself, you know? Then they'll ask, okay, um, what, why did you apply for the job? So you have to have in the back of your mind, why did you apply for this job? And I think this is to mainly make sure that you read the job description. So yes, be very familiar with the job description. And a lot of the times, these job descriptions, they're very broad, not necessarily saying that you're going to be doing every single thing on the list every single day. But it it's it's very like broad like you may be doing th- this specific item maybe once a week maybe once a month so yeah so introduce yourself why did you apply for the job um what interests you about the company that's another question um and recently i prepared for it but one of the questions was okay what would you what are your goals five years from now? That kind of threw me for a loop because I'm like, we just can't, like we're barely out of COVID. <laughs> so it's like, how can you plan five years from now? But it's good to have an overarching like goal for your life. Like where would you like to be? Um, another question is, okay, um, I don't get what are some of your weaknesses a lot, but They do like to ask, okay, how do you work on a team? Um, They give very behavioral-esque questions. Like, how would you perform if this was to happen? Always prepare for those. Um, And yeah, so, so far, um, yeah, those are the questions, the main questions that I would prepare for. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you could recommend, like, during the interview that might... I don't know that you can say or do that might help put you ahead of other applicants. I don't know if there's anything that you've done that it made the interviewer like, Oh, Ooh, that sounds cool. You know, Hmm. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I literally had my mom tell me, I told her, I said, I'm, I'm tired of interviewing. I'm tired of being, trying to be this person that, you know, this, this robotic person. And when she said, just be yourself. That took a lot of anxiety away mm-hmm. because interviewers, they even though they want you to answer the questions in a very specific light, they're trying to get to know you within 20 to 30 minutes. But the way to the best way to get to know to somebody is to just be genuine. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you if you know for a fact you are falling short on a certain qualification that they're asking you for be honest mm-hmm. um be be very honest say hey um I don't have experience with this but I I love I'd love to learn mm-hmm. you know I'd love to learn how to and most of the time the people who are interviewing you they they really appreciate honesty and being genuine mm-hmm. nice do you recommend any kind of follow-up procedure for after you've had an interview with someone? Yes. Um, always send a thank you letter. Um, I'm not sure if, if candidates 
even do that anymore. But always send a thoughtful thank thank you letter. And you can Google around um, Mm -hmm. for templates. It doesn't have to be long and, you know, drawn out like a cover letter. But just a simple, you know, you were ecstatic to meet with with the um, interview team and that go over, you know, what you could bring to the company or what you can bring to the position. Um, One to two lines of that and thank them again and let them know that you would like to, you know, be considered for the next round. So a thank you letter goes a long way. Nice. And then um, I liked what you mentioned um, in the workshop that we had that you did. Um, some of the things that you would do through LinkedIn to connect with people. Would you be um, open to share some of that? Yes. So once I research, before I even apply, I research who I'm sending my um, resume and cover letter to. It will typically be either the person in that specific department Say it's the marketing. Um, I like to send it to the director of marketing, um, or you can send it to talent acquisition or human resources. So Google that person, find them on LinkedIn. Um, and yeah, I once you submit your cover letter and your your resume, send them a note on LinkedIn and say, hey, I you know, I recently applied for this specific position, but I just wanted to connect with you on LinkedIn. Mm. They'll, nine times out of 10, they'll connect with you. And I've even gotten, you know, personal responses from doing this. You don't want to be like too pushy, but you do want to let the person know that you applied for that specific position. Excellent advice. Um, yeah, I agree. LinkedIn is a lot more uh, like it's a lot mm-hmm. more powerful than I had originally thought because even with freelancing and potential clients, mm-hmm. like I was surprised. I was like, hmm, let me follow up with this person on LinkedIn. You know, I sent them right. like, you know, some samples or whatever. And then I was like, oh, they actually connected. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it leads to work, but it's like for now, at least there's that interest enough. And I, I figure if they weren't interested, then they wouldn't connect. So exactly it's very helpful. So, um, but yeah. And where can we see, um, or learn more about you, um, Robin online for those who are listening? Um, well, my art portfolio is at Robin That's R O B I N M A R T E A.com. Great. Well, um, Robin, I know you'll be successful at whatever position you get, and they would be lucky to have you because you are so thorough and you are just wonderful to share information and just so helpful and kind. So thank you, Robin, for sharing. Thank thank you so much, Nancy. It was a pleasure. And I I wish um, whoever's listening much success with these tips. Yeah, they will. They definitely will. And please, guys, if you do have success with any of them, please reach out to us um, through our websites because I think we both have connect uh, contact pages. So and let yes. us know. So yes, definitely reach out and let let us know. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to my creative life. Bye. <laughs>